to this God-inspired message from Shofar Christian Church. We trust that you will enjoy today's message and that it will encourage you to grow deeper in your relationship with Christ our Savior. Just a welcome from my side as well. I'm Eniswart. I'm the pastor here for those who are visiting. Um, and you'll notice today is a bit of a different service. We're having a kids service. And, and the idea behind the kids service is, uh, you know, quite, quite a few uh, um, things that we want you to get out of the service. Firstly, we want you to see what we do with the kids uh, at, at Kids Church. Um, and this is a very important ministry, you know, about the majority of people who become Christians and stay Christians and make a lasting impact on the kingdom, get saved during the, what they call the 4-14 window, between the ages of 4 and 14. And that's a, uh, something that's often very neglected. And we must, we, we must um, make, make it a focus of ours to reach children and to minister effectively to children, whether you have children or not. Are you guys having fun so far? Yeah. Okay, well, today we're going to be talking about choices today. And you know that each and every one of us face a whole lot of choices each and every day. You know, um, some of us make a choice to brush our teeth when we get up. Some don't. Okay. That's a bad choice. Some some people eat garlic and then they come and they they care with you. And they just share their garlic breath with you. It's not a good one though. But how many of you today made a decision, okay, instead of me bringing the Ferrari to church today, um, maybe I should bring the Porsche. How many of you have a choice like that? Huh? Aha, we've got one person. But I know you're a good Christian, so you don't want anybody to stumble, do you? So you decided, no, I'm not going to bring the, I'm not going to make people jealous and bring the Ferrari today. So, and I'm not going to bring the the Porsche today because that's going to cause somebody to stumble. So I'll just bring the Kia. Is that right? I thought so. You're such a humble Christian. Okay. So today we're talking about choices and a lot of us, a lot of us make good choices and a lot of us make bad choices. Is anybody here that has made a bad choice in their life before? Okay? And once you've made it, you go, oh, I should not have done that. Or, oh, I should not have said that. Okay? But, do you know that the Lord has given us something? But I I just want to show you, I've got an experiment here. Okay? I'm going to need a volunteer here. But, you see, I've I've got a sign that says, choose this small sweet. Okay? What is it? It's a jelly bean. Okay? But I've got a whole tin of jelly beans. Who would like the tin of jelly beans? Okay. Who would like the small sweet? Oh, not very many. Okay. So, uh, who do you think I should choose, Uncle Trev? Uh, Let me see. Uh... Brent. Brent George. Brent George. George, come George. Are you Brent, not George? Oh, but Uncle Trevor calls you George. Okay, so you've got a choice here, Brent. 
Okay, you could choose the small sweets or you could choose the whole can of, of jelly beans. Now, do you know that if you, if you choose that one, you can actually go and share it with everybody, okay? But what is your choice going to be today? Is that a good choice? You think, what do you think? Is that a good choice? Yes. Auntie Sharon, I think he's got to read the sign. What does the sign say? It's, you're not so good at reading. Okay, let me read for you. It says, choose the small sweet. So what do you think? Do you still want to go for the tin of sweets that you can share with everybody? No. What would you like to do? Would you like to change your mind and take the small sweet? Okay, there we go, Brent. You can have the small sweet. Okay, go and sit down. Well done. Okay. Who would like to take the choice? Oh, Caitlin. Caitlin wants to. Come, Caitlin. Okay. Are you ready for this? You're going to have to share these. Do you know that? By the time you've shared with everybody here, you could end up with nothing. Do you know that? Okay, she's a bit nervous about this one. Okay, so let's come and let's stand over here. Who are we going to share with first? Pastor. Okay, so open it up and... (laughs) You were supposed to let it all go all over him. (laughs) Okay, so was that a good choice? Was it still a good choice? It was still a good choice. Okay. There's nothing in here. Ah, there's nothing in here. Okay, but I'll give you one of my marshmallows. Do you want a marshmallow or a sour worm? A sour, a sour worm, go worm. for it. Okay. But you see, you see, um, boys and girls, you're boys and girls today. But you see, the sign said, choose the small sweet. So who was wise here? Brent. Brent, oh, so Brent George. Brent George was wise because he read the sign, okay? But do you know that God's left us with his word? And his word tells us how to live. But if we don't take the time to read the word and study the word and find out what God says to us in his word, we actually could make wrong choices in life. So for us, it's very important to always read the signs that God puts in front of us. Amen. 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 And normally there's instructions through God's word that shows us the right choice to take. So when you need to make a difficult choice in life, go to God's word and he'll normally show you in God's word which is the correct choice or whether you're making a a foolish mistake or a good mistake or a good choice. You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. What is God's kingdom, people? Do you know what God... You're on fire. What do you want? Marshmallow sour. Marshmallow sour. You're going to move. Oh, yeah, that's licking. Oh, yeah, okay, you want to eclair. Okay, heaven, that's where we're all striving to go. We want to have everlasting life in heaven because hell is hot. Hell burns you. So we need to make the choice right now. Where do you go? And it says in the Bible, it says you can only enter God's kingdom through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad. So it's always the good life always seems so much better and so much a good thing to do because... The good life always seems to jump out at you. And it always seems to present itself to you because that's the way Satan wants it. He wants it to look so much more delicious. There's always flashing lights. There's always lots of things. There's always everything that you need on the Broadway. But it says further on, it says, whoopsie daisy, 
For many who choose that way, but the gate to life is narrow, but the road is difficult. Why is it difficult, people? It's difficult because we've got to make choices. And those choices mean sacrifice. Those choices mean that we have to take choices in what we're going to do. And sometimes it doesn't look so nice. It's the harder road. It's the more difficult choice to take. But it's the better choice because that is, leads us to heaven. And only a few ever find it. So in saying that, our discussion today, which is on choices, what do you choose? Do you choose the broad way or do you choose the narrow way? And I would like some volunteers. I'm going to point to you. I'd like you to come up to the front. I need about 11 volunteers. Okay. I'm not going to use two younger kids because it's going to be holding up a board for quite a while. But I would like to get as many kids. But please, yes, you can come up. You first person's hand up. I would like me and Nay. I'd like you to come up. I'd like George to come up. I'd like you to come up. Here we go. Oh, sorry, Brent. Yes, Kirsten. Come up. How many is that? That's one, two, three, four, five. Six, I forgot the big person. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. There we go. <laughs> You're the children's knees. I can see it through and through. Okay, I need you to stand in a straight line. Auntie Shane, can you just put those down and then I'll grab from there. Okay, I need you to stay in your position. And I need you not to show... Oh, I need to put this down. That's why I put them over there. Yeah, stand in the middle of the church. I want you to stand in a straight line over here. So I'd like you to stand over here. Okay, then you stand over there. Kirsten, no, no, you stand there. Kirsten, you stand there. You stand there. You stand there. Move up, George. That way, George. You stand there. Come with me. I'd like you to go and stand right on the end for me. Ah, say. Okay, now you can't change positions. Where you are? Joshua. No, this is not Joshua, Nina. This is George. Come, Christian. You can stand right at the end over here. Okay, you're going to be that. You can't change positions. Okay. Because this now, I want the people to actually think of it. Because I need someone who's born again. Who loves Jesus with early heart. Who loves Jesus with the early heart. Come on now. Yes, I can see. I can see you guys, but I just don't see the love. Come on, show me the love. Show me the love. Who loves Jesus with all their heart. Come on. Yes, you love Jesus with all your heart. Okay, I'd like you to just come and stand over here for a second. Okay. And I'm going to give you an instruction right now. I want you so long while we're standing over here to think of a number between 1 and 10. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Alrighty. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to. Um, Christian, come stand here. Come, Ali, No, two. Uh, uh, don't you want you to stand over there. And I want you to hold this one, which is the Bible, everybody. Can you see that that is the Bible? Which is our truth. Okay. Now, I don't want you to look at the card or show anybody the card that, it's, that you're holding, okay? Hold it up against your chest. Don't even look at it. Don't even think of looking at it. Kirsten, don't even bother. If you peep, I promise you, he's my friend. I'll speak to him about it and he'll do something. So each of you are going to get a card. Don't look at the card. George, no. Don't hold it that way. Hold it this way. Hold it that way, okay? One for you. One for you. And you're going to hold this one. Okay, hold it up nice and high for me, please, dear. This is the key to the kingdom. Okay, 
the key to the kingdom is behind one of these. Oh, yes, by the way, one of the cards. Did you think of a number between one and ten? What number did you choose? Three. Three. Of all things, she chose three. So in my right mind, if I count from the left-hand side, excluding the Bible because the Bible is truth, one, two, three. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, she says behind the third card will be actually, don't you dare turn it around, will actually be the key to the kingdom. Okay, now, moet nie na die kaartkie kyk nie, asjeblief. Shoo, you can't cheat, not in front of all these people. Okay, because now what I want to do is, I want to give you a golden box, of which you're going to stand here ever so nicely and hold the golden box. Because each one of these people over here are also going to be given a key. And they're going to come afterwards when I ask them to turn their card around and see if they can open the golden box to show us what is the key to the kingdom? All right. Got a whole lot of keys. Okay, close your eyes. Kate can take one. Just one, just one. Okay, choose for you one. Okay. Let me shake it, Kirsten. You can't cheat. Put your hand in there, in there, in there. Only one. Only one, Kirsten. Only one, Kirsten. Okay. Okay. Oh, you got the yellow one. Maybe it's the yellow one. Okay. Oh, you got the red one. Maybe it's the red one. You know, let a peep. I say, close your eyes, George. <laughs> you can't get the one that's got the key to the kingdom. Yeah, yeah sorry, you don't get one because you're holding it's the key okay. to the kingdom. Okay. Right. So now we're going to actually have a look and see because you said behind number three. So what I want to do is I actually want you, number three, we're going to have a look at last. Because I want to just prove whether you're right or wrong. Because she said you were born again, weren't you? Yeah. Okay, cool. Don't, don't turn it around. You've got to listen to me, okay? Stand there and step back. Okay, you stand there. You can stand there the longest. Okay, let's ask you. Turn your card around. Okay, what is that? Oh, so the key to the kingdom, according to the word, if you worship the stars, are you going to land up in heaven? As Christians, even in the word, it says, do not listen to you. A Sagittarian and a Leo is a good match. Who said that? It says, if you are going to believe in that, you will never get into heaven by worshiping the stars. So that's a no-go. Am I right? Do I get a consensus? Everyone say amen. Okay, so give me this one. I will put it down there. So worshiping the stars won't get you into heaven. According to God's word. Take a sweetie. Go oh, have a seat. Thank you, Nehemiah. Oh, the key. Go try the key. Maybe the key. Maybe I was wrong. This is the proof to the pudding. Let's see if the key will open it. Come on, come on. When he spill me, mark seeker. Pass me. Well done. Thank you for reminding me about the key. I nearly forgot about the key. Okay. Let's try, George. Turn yours around. Oh, my word. It's praying hands. It says if you pray fervently. In the Bible, it turns around and says, The fervent prayer of, of the righteous will availeth much. Does that get you into heaven? Maybe you thought it did. You're just a good prayer warrior. And you're going to get into heaven just because you can pray so often, so fervently, and so much. Do you think that will get you into the heaven? According to the key and the Bible, I don't think so. Try your key, George. Go try your key. Don't force it in there, otherwise we can't put the other keys in there. Okay, doesn't fit. Doesn't matter how many times you put it in there. Thank you, sir. Go pass on his share and get a sweetie. Right, will you turn yours around for me? Let's see what everybody says about yours. Ah, the golden rule. You know what the golden rule is written in the Bible? It's in the Bible. It's in Acts. 
No, it's not. It's in Matthew 7 verse 12. There we go. <laughs> I see it. And he looks at me with his look. Oh, a little bit out. Acts Matthew. <laughs> in, in, in Matthew 7 verse 12, just before the verse that I read over here, it says, the golden rule, do unto others what they do unto you. Do you think that's a good way to go around to get into heaven? Do you think that'll ever get you? It's a good rule to follow. If someone slaps you, slap him back. I mean, I don't know if that's going to work. Okay, so that won't get you into heaven according to the word because it's written down there. It says people that are like this will not enter the gates of heaven. Go try your key. Let's see if it was. Enter with the sweet degree. Oh, doesn't it fit? Oh, sorry, dear. So you're golden. Come here, come here, sweetie. Okay, turn yours around. We've got to see this one. Ah, the righteous. Do you think that if you follow the Ten Commandments to the Word? Okay, who believes that you, if you know the Ten Commandments and you follow the Ten Commandments, you'll land up in heaven? Nope. Hey, don't. Come on now. God gave us the Ten Commandments. Surely that'll get us into heaven. You don't believe that? Because you know, some people turn around and say, yeah, if I just go through life and I do the Ten Commandments, I will be the best person around and I'll land up in heaven. I bet you if you ask that person the Ten Commandments, he might only give you two. I'm going to try your key, sir. Don't forget to come back for the sour worm. <sighs> Nooks. Damn it. Okay. Cool. Let's try yours. Turn your board around. What does that say? Oh, happy face. So you can go through life being a good person with all your achievements. Go to varsity. Go to study everything you can and turn around and give to the poor and give to the needy. Walk around and be a nice person. Let the woman in the door first. Be that happy-go-lucky guy. And do you think that'll land up, you'll land up in heaven? No. Hey? Do you think being that person will land up in heaven? Let's try. Go tell me, does that get you into heaven? Does that get you into heaven, dear? I know, try on. Whoopsie, popsie. Oh, I know, he's got the, he's got the card. You got the chump. My word. I know, so I want to see you holding this up. You know what? A lot of people feel, but you know what happens? Hey? Satan actually perverts the word and makes you believe some Christians actually follow some leaders who actually quote the word and do the word, create cults. And Christians still think that they're doing right. But they're following the wrong God. They're following Satan rather than following the word which leads you to God. But I think if we follow Satan, do you think he'll get into heaven? No. He says you will. He doesn't. Oopsie daisy. Don't let your key fall down. I know. I hope I didn't get the wrong key in the wrong box here. Uh-uh. Ah, I know, grab it, sweetie, there for you, my friend. Okay, that's not going to work. Okay, let's try you. Let's see what yours said. Ah, Tata Machans. Hey, a gambling man. He feels that, ah, well, you know, Sarah, Sarah, you know, it's nowhere written that when we die, we don't know. You know, you just die and maybe by chance you'll get into heaven. You know, or you'll just be able to have so much, you know, you can take a chance, Tata Machans, and you can get into heaven, eh? Don't you think it'll work? Hey, do you think, do you think no. being that sort of taking a chance and say, lucky, happy, go lucky, lucky, maybe my luck's in, maybe you'll make it heaven or hell. No. Uh, Dave, don't see if your key fits there for me, sir. I don't think that'll make heaven. According to the word, it says it won't. It says the people that actually do start believing in chances will not make it into heaven. Doesn't it fit? Oh, yeah, I thought that was the card. 
Okay, dearie, you're on your lonesome. Turn yours around. Ah, oh, I thought that would come up. Money. You think you can buy your way into heaven? No. Hey? You earn all that bucks and all that sort of stuff, and you turn around and you say, Listen, Lord, I've got everything I need. Just take a bribe. You know, backhander, we can get into heaven. Come on. Lots of money down here on earth will give you lots of money in heaven. Do you think that'll get you into heaven, dear? Go see, go try your card. I don't think so. According to the word, it says the wealth and what you come into this world is what you go out with. Absolutely nothing. You come empty-handed, you go empty-handed. So the key to the kingdom according to you and according to the Bible, can I ask her to turn around? You said the third card. Hey, okay, you're getting nervous now. Hey, how did you know it was the third card? Turn it around. Oh my word. How did you know that? Hey, so the only key, it says in the Bible, I need to, I need to quote this right. I've, I need to just say that it says in John 14 verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through or by me. So, do you think your key fits the box as well? I don't know. Come bring the box to the key. Because she's got Jesus. Come here. Bring the box to the key. There we go. Stand in front here. And I'd like you to turn around and open it that way. Move your hands from the bottom. Okay. Oh, it fits. It fits, Kirsten. Let's just turn it nicely. Oh, there we go. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Key fits. Oh, my word. Oh. Hold it up nice and high. What's there, Kirsten? Hey, it's the cross. So the only way to the heaven and to heaven is through Jesus Christ who died on the cross for us. And you knew all of that before the time. How did you get that all right? I tell you, they deserve a sweetie for that. Have a sour word. And you did such an awesome job holding up the Bible. You can go and get two sweeties and give one to your brother. Cool bananas. So boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, we've just proven now, according to God's word, and because, according to a Christian who reads God's word and who believes that she's saved, that the only way to get into heaven is to believe in the Lord Jesus. That he died on the cross for us. And can I tell you something? That the Lord Jesus is my best friend. He moved into my heart quite a couple of years ago. And since then, he's my, been my best friend. When I'm down and out, I call to him. He helps me. And you know what? Making choices through life, it's not easy. You can be a Christian and still make the wrong choice. But that's where we rely on the word that we learn and that we get told is the mirror of our life. If we can follow God's word, he will lead us and keep us on that narrow road who Jesus is in charge of. So if you're not sure, because things can happen in life. Things, horrible things can happen in life. Um, people die all the time. We don't know the time or the hour. And if you do not know at that point and at this point now, know but you know but you know that Jesus has moved into your heart and is your best friend, you need to make a choice. Who am I following? Am I following Jesus? Or am I following the world or Satan? 